Welcome to Mortgage Markets and More. I'm your host, Peter D'Angelo. I hope you're doing well as we're heading into the next week here of February. And I have your mortgage rate update. And we'll also be diving into a little bit of a more educational component today, talking about the topic of appraisals. We're going to straddle a little bit based on real estate news, but focus more heavily on real estate uh, appraisals in the mortgage process, implications, and how that gets navigated in this current market. We'll start off with our interest rate update. Last week, we saw the average Freddie Mac survey show us that the 30-year fixed rate is at 6.64. It's 0.01% up from a week prior where we were at 6.63. And the one-year change, so going back 12 months ago to today, we're looking at about a half a percent higher than it was in February of 2023. I thought it'd be helpful to also get a sense of where the averages were for mortgage rates and looking back at the 52-week whole year uh, to get a sense of kind of where they've been, where they're going, and where we're sitting right now. We're in the bottom third right now of the range that mortgage rates were over the past year. So the 52-week range for mortgage rates for 30-year mortgage rates, according to Freddie Mac, 6.27% was the low, and the high was 7.79%. we are still capturing that time period where rates spiked up last year when we're looking at those bounds uh, for the low and the high. So the fact that we're at 6.64 is we're pretty close to the lowest that the interest rates have been over the past year. That should be a very important factor when considering whether or not now is a good time to buy. I spoke on Friday about how on the real estate side, waiting for the spring, particularly to list your home, but if you're listing and need to buy, this is helpful and useful information. If we're seeing that we're on the low end of a 52-week survey of 30-year mortgage rates, now is a really great time because it's the most affordable or almost the most affordable that it's been to purchase with financing over the course of the past year. As far as where interest rates are going to be going, we're still seeing that the market's digesting the Fed minutes, talking about the job gains and the very strong job report that we saw a couple weeks ago. That's still having an effect on the market and then trickling down to where our mortgage rates are. We could see them continue to creep up little by little, but we're staying within a kind of healthy margin. And I know we talked about the bond market in the past because that is one of the primary drivers in addition to the Fed, their monetary policy, and where they set their Fed fund rate. And quite frankly, the bond market is staying within a certain margin, which is going to be very helpful to just create some semblance of normalcy in the short term for our mortgage rates, which is going to really help us as we're navigating the current market. I want to talk today about appraisals. I had said before that the way list prices are being published for homes that are coming on the market, uh, it's not 100% certain that the list price is really indicative of market value. It's quite frankly not in so many scenarios. The big disclaimer here, before going any further, is that I'm painting with a broad stroke. It's the only thing that I can do to give a a sense of understanding of what's going on in the market. However, every property is unique. Every marketing strategy is unique. Different real estate professionals have different ways of going about it. But the point still remains that 
it has come up more commonly over the past couple of weeks from what I am seeing that list prices are quite a bit lower than where market value is really ending up. Um, this can create some complications in the mortgage process. So I thought it appropriate for us to address that together today. Uh, and I'll start from square one. We're going to talk about appraisals. So what is an appraisal? Uh, the appraisal is part and parcel of the mortgage process where a professional who has to follow prescribed guidelines set forth by the lender uh, to inspect a property, take photos, take measurements, derive square footage, and confirm the size of the property, the number of bedrooms, bathrooms, any updates, the condition of the property, all of these things get assessed by this appraiser, by the professional who performs this inspection. And then they take that information and then they look at what we call comps or comparable sales in that market. They need to abide by a number of different things to make sure that they're getting an appropriate market value. So these will include making sure that the homes that they're comparing against are of comparable size and utility. You know, you wouldn't have a comparable sale that would be a bona fide comp if you have a property nestled in a nice, quaint little neighborhood, but there was a property that sold on a busy road down the street. Those two properties may not be comparable because one of them is on a busy street, the other one's nestled into a nice, cozy community. If there's no sales in that community in recent past, it could be five, five months, six months, 12 months, then the appraisers do have the ability to start to expand their search. But location, 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 primary, uh, primary driver for what makes for a good comp. Uh, secondly, they will look at um, updates to the property. So the condition of the property, if it's newly renovated, you're going to have a higher appraised value. If the property's dated and looks like it came straight from 1985, then it may need updates to have a higher value. So it will be assessed in the current state and condition the property's in. Thirdly, they will look at the sales data. So the time aspect is what is going to be considered. As I mentioned, they could go back a couple months, find good comparable sales. Those make for the comparable sales that will be put into the final appraisal report and confirm the final value that the appraiser assesses. If there aren't recent comparable sales, think back to what we talked about on Friday. Inventory is still very low. They may have a struggle trying to find comparable sales within a certain timeline because there's just been a lower volume of activity of purchasing. And it's worth noting that these comparable sales need to be homes that are now closed and delivered. However, if you inspect an appraisal report, you'll also see that there are properties that are listed as further consideration of market. However, the strongest comparable sales will be properties that have already sold because someone has now paid. Think about appraisals like this. They're trying, they being the appraisers, are trying to derive value for a property. Value is what someone will pay for something. The best way to derive value is to look what other people have paid for that something. In this case, we're talking about real estate, property. 
moving on from the basics of what an appraisal is and getting the value, now let's talk about how this plays a role in the mortgage process. If you were to purchase a home, and let's say you're purchasing a home for $500,000, and you're going to be putting 20% down, that's $200,000, or I'm sorry, $100,000 rather, and now that means your loan-to-value ratio, the amount of money that you're borrowing compared to the value of the property or the contract price, you have 20% equity in that number. You don't need mortgage insurance in that case. I'm going to save that for a separate episode. So asterisk there for learning more on mortgage insurance, but consider it as a monthly cost that you no longer have to pay because you've put 20% down. Alternatively, you can pay upfront for mortgage insurance and mortgage insurance gets priced out based upon your credit score and your debt to income ratio and your loan to value ratio, how much money that you're putting into the equity of the property. All of that gets considered. And I am speaking specifically right now to your conventional loan financing. There are other types of in mortgage insurance when you're talking about FHA, the Federal Housing Administration loans, which do offer low down payment. And that's a different structure. So what I'm talking about here is exclusively conventional, just for simplicity. Now, you go under contract for $500,000, and you have to get an appraisal done. So appraiser goes out, inspects the property, takes photos, takes measurements, looks at the comparable sales, provides you with a report. Now, the appraiser is going to be checking that market. If the home's value is bona fide at $500,000, you'll get an appraisal report that reflects 500000 But it's a competitive market. As we talked about over the past week, there is a lot of competition. See also the fact that we are on the low end of the average mortgage rates that we've seen over the past year. That's certainly been something that helped people with affordability get back into the game, start shopping, and that creates more competition because there's more buyers out there actively looking. Competition now, if that starts up in the short term, the value component may not keep pace. So we're at a point right now where I have not seen many homes under value by way of the appraisal compared to the contract price. But let's talk about that. What happens if and when that occurs? Well, there's a number of different things. I am not going to give you my secret sauce and what we have to offer to strategically manage that, but just know that there are strategies that we employ so that you can proceed in your transaction with a lower appraised value and upholding the contract that you entered into and maintain the same out-of-pocket cost and or a comparable monthly payment or the same exact monthly payment. A lot of times people think, oh, well, if I was putting, let's say, 20% down on a $500,000 purchase, and then the appraisal comes in at, let's say, 480, now I need to pay 20% down on 480 and pay the additional $20,000 that's between 480 and 500. That's not necessarily always the case, and that's not always a necessity. One of the things, and I'll give you just a taste of the secret sauce. So listen up, here it comes. One of the things that I employ is the fact that for conventional financing, I'm going to just say, you can go down as low as 3%, but let's just say for this argument, 5% equity is the minimum you need to have. Think equity down payment, right? The lending gets based upon the appraised value. That's the end all be all. Your contract can say whatever it is, 
but the appraised value is what we use for the loan to value ratio when we compare how much your loan is to the value of the property. So we need to make sure you've got 5% stake equity in that appraised value. So let's go back to that example. Let's say the home appraises for 480. You can maintain the same amount of out-of-pocket expense. You can have the same monthly payment if you we allot your money in a certain way so that you can pay for your mortgage insurance up front and keep your monthly payment stable. And depending on your credit score and scenario, you could have a comparable interest rate. If we can hit all those boxes, it really doesn't matter where that appraisal comes in as long as it's at a certain level. So uh, I want to put another example out there for you. Uh, if we have a $500,000 purchase and you're planning on putting 20% down, 20% down would mean that your loan amount is $400,000. let us reverse engineer this. If you have a loan amount that's $400,000, you are planning on putting 20% down, so $500,000 purchase price, but you want to know what's the bottom? Where's the lowest this appraisal can come in where I can maintain the same out-of-pocket or and or comparable monthly payment? We can calculate backwards from there. So if 400,000 is our loan, the maximum that that loan amount can be compared to value is 95%. Like I said, we're going to use 5% in this scenario. If we calculate that upward, that translates to a home value of roughly $422,000. So it's a competitive market. There's a price to doing business in a competitive market, i.e. paying more than the actual value of the property because the value is something right now. But if we're trending upward and values are going up because of competition, you may have to pay a little more. So $422,000, you can go make an offer at $500,000, 20% down, and you can set up an appraisal floor, which is something in the negotiation part of your contract where you can negotiate with the seller and say, hey, I'm placing an offer for $500,000. That is how much I am willing to pay and to boot as long as the appraised value of the property comes in at no less than, let's say, 422, because you know that you're good and you're financing there, bingo, you're in. And that's a large margin. 70, you know, almost $80,000 off of the contract price. That's a lot of latitude. Many sellers wouldn't balk at something like that, especially if you're in the running as a top offer in the pile. So, there are ways to navigate this, and there's things that we do to help people so that the competition of the market can be digestible. We can keep people within their monthly payment, and it's a necessity in this environment and in this super competitive real estate market. That's it for our show today. I hope that you found this information about appraisals helpful. Again, I always encourage you to like, subscribe, comment, please feel free to send this out to anybody that you know of in the real estate industry or tangential to the real estate industry or anyone that has had a conversation with you recently about possibly buying a home. Have them subscribe to the show. We've got a lot of great information. I will have a real estate market update for you on this Friday, but I hope you have a wonderful week ahead and looking forward to talking to you at the end. Have a great week and take good care. <laughs>